My name is Trip Gorman, and in this episode of Simi VC, I sat down with Jaime Matos, who is the co-founder of Cacao Capital and also a venture partner at Invariantes Fund. He also just co-founded a stealth startup solving a problem for Latin American venture capitalists and startup founders. We discussed why Jaime made investments in Favik, Goap.pet, and Siembro, why Jaime founded his startup in stealth, and how he seeks to help Latin American venture capitalists and startup founders with it. Why the 50 million people in Central America are a rising force in Latin American venture capital. And why Latin America is an easier market to expand in as a B2C company than as a B2B company, and especially one with a hard product. We talked about all this and more in this episode of Samia VC. Okay. Jaime, could you start by telling the audience a bit more about your work history up to and including your many current roles? Sure, Trip. So I started I started back 15 years ago in the tech and telco industry, evolving from the tech side to the pre-sales, project management, innovation, product marketing, all the way up to sales and eventually managing the B2B unit at Claro. So it was a, a really exciting career in the corporate world. Can you tell us a little bit more about your time at Claro in Guatemala? Yeah, it, it, it was like a, a really awesome time there. It was uh, very meaningful for me. I, I grew in a personal, professional, and economic matter. I had a great team, a great bosses. So I started in uh, making and developing products uh, for the B2C and B2B segment. But then uh, I, I just got fascinated by the B2B world. So uh, after that, uh, in the innovation tool side, I I evolved to the marketing and sales part. And then at Claro, I had a, a really strong purpose of helping SMBs and startups. You know, um, SMBs are the heart and soul of an economy. They represent 80% of the job force and 60% of the economy. Startups define the future and define innovation. So I had a strong purpose being at Claro. And from my role, I began to push some initiatives around the, the ecosystem. and. And with a good friend and amazing entrepreneur, Jan Barty, we dreamed about how we can change the landscape and give a, a, a small boost to the local ecosystem. And the both of us had some experiences. She had some strong connections and experience on some events in the Israel ecosystem. And I had the opportunity to go a couple of times to Silicon Valley. So with those doses of inspiration, we uh, suddenly came up, she came up with the idea on building this big event called Volcano Summit that we supported from Claro. Claro was the, the first backer. And it was really a, an, an amazing experience because it was an event that was one of the initial sparks in the local ecosystem in Guatemala and Central America. So we are really proud of, of that and how that evolved. And, and being at, at, at the first part of the volcano on the side that was when cacao was born also yes could you tell us about co-founding cacao how you guys are different and really the whole story arc there well cacao it's a, a quite interesting story uh, being at my role at claro uh, a lot of founders and and entrepreneurs um, and startups sorry uh, gravitated to me because of the role and they wanted to know how to to work with a big corporation and and look for some mentorship or advice so i i dedicated a lot of my time on on mentoring startup and and, and working with them 
And after that, uh, with my wife and my sister, we saw a big opportunity in the Central America ecosystem because there wasn't any angel investing and the, 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 the venture capital funds, uh, the, the big funds that were in Central America, uh, in Variante, Samaor, Carao, Invermaster, and, and Inogen, they were more focused on seed, seed plus, and series A stages. So there was a big gap on the idea and proceed stages. So we decided to build Cacao with the purpose of dynamizing the general investment landscape in Central America, and also to give that hands-on support to founders and be that first early institutional ticket. We, we decided to create it as a firm. We don't have LPs behind us, the, the, the three, the four of us. But uh, the, the, the main difference was that hands-on support that is one of the most important factors, uh, success factors for a startup on those early days because you cannot hire or have a great team behind you. Just need to have some ideas, inspiration, some connections, in, interest to other uh, investors. So that was our approach. And, and we began, uh, we first began investing in Central America and then expanded to the rest of Latin America and the US. You mentioned kind of pioneering the venture capital in Central America. How would you compare Guatemalan venture capital and, and, and the, you know, the whole technology ecosystem to other Central and South American countries? Well, it, it's interesting. When you look at the Guatemala ecosystem, there's a lot of potential. Guatemala has a strong currency, a, a good economy. So I, I, I look at with with some similar dynamics to Peru or, or Ecuador that are raising, uh, starting to raise ecosystem. They are having some uh, big startups and going all the way up. So I, I see Guatemala and Central America as a big market for starting point and proof of concept for startups, then to evolve to larger markets like Mexico, Colombia, and, and, and the whole region. So it's a very interesting ecosystem to, to develop products. There's a lot of talent and, and the, the market dynamics are help a lot. Can you tell us more uh, about why you invested in Favic? Well, Favic, I, I will say is one of the startups that excite us more. Yeah, when we had the first conversation with Felipe. He's an amazing, energetic entrepreneur. He's like one of the boldest ones on our portfolio. At the second and third minute of the conversation, we know it was a, a, a yes deal for us. He's a very energetic, very visionary uh, leader. He, he has a strong vision on what he's building, and, and he's really doing something unique in the region. So he, he had a, a, a an awesome track record and, and, and he has one of the greatest people skills we have seen in the ecosystem. So we are we are really bullish on Pavic and what they are building. They are building the this this amazing platform to uh, empower influencers in, in 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 Latin America to build their own data-driven brands and connect with their community. So it's really amazing what Pavic is doing. Could you tell us more about why you invested in Go app? Well, you are a very good cherry picker. You 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 choose uh, our, our some of our biggest positions in in Cacao. 
Uh, so go up also is uh, it was our first adventure outside Central America, and you can imagine Brazil is a, a, a completely different market with different dynamics. So we we adventure with Enrique Segal, one of the most active angel investors in Central America and a good friend of us. Uh, he introduces Caetano, and Caetano is. Uh, I think like the most strategic and, and one of the best executors uh, we have in the portfolio. He's really humble. He has a very strong leadership and he has driving Whoop. Now, now it's Paul Whoop all, all the way down to be the um, fastest growing e-commerce for pet stores. And now uh, upgrading also to being the, the, the biggest B2B SaaS platform for small pet shop owners in Brazil. So he's really building something amazing and, and we are really blessed to have the opportunity to join Gaetano's adventure with Woof and go up. Okay, one last question just about your, your uh, investments and then we'll move on. But because we are on Semilla, I must ask you about Siembro. Uh, as they for the English speakers that are listening, they, they both mean seed in Spanish. Could you tell us why you invested in Siembro? Yeah, well, Siembro it, it's a, it's a fintech tactic that 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 we are really really excited about because um, they, the 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 team behind is a really amazing, experienced team. And they they have built this fintech and by now pay later to a grant. Uh, loans to small and medium uh, farmers in Argentina, in Mexico. They are entering the, the, the Mexican market and they, they, they were one of the startups that have the most structured financials and, 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 and work plans for the next two or three years. So we were really amazed uh, about their work, about how they execute. And, and yeah, that's Siembra is, is our third Siembro, Woof, and Fabic are our biggest position. So you are a very good speaker, Trip. Well, there we go. I, I appreciate the compliment there. Uh, could you tell the audience more about your role as venture partner at Invariantes? Yeah, so joining Invariantes, I, I think it has been a, a, a big blessing and a life-changing experience. And the, the story of how I joined Invariantes, it's, it's quite funny because when when I started Cacao uh, four years ago, uh, we invested on a movie uh, because we wanted to 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 push something on the orange economy. But I mean, it's a big market for that. So we approached in Variantes. They have a, a, a thesis on investing in in seed and Series A tech-based companies across the U.S. and Latam. So our approach was really peculiar because we approached with the idea, guys, we don't have a sexy project here. It's not a tech-based project, but it's it's a project with a with with a strong personality that we want to share with you. And and eventually they they made a small individual tickets because it was out of thesis on invariantes fund. But at that first meeting, we we make a, a great connection with with Ale Fer and Juan de Dios, and we began to collaborate together. We we analyze deal flow, share deal flow. I I think we can invest on on, on a deal. And then at that second meeting with Alejandro, uh, we, we, we aligned vision and value. So he said he was going to make all his effort in order to bring me to, to, to Invariantes team. So 24 months after that, that came 
true. And I, I had the, the opportunity to join in Variantes as a venture partner on this third vintage. We are raising a 30 million fund. So I'm really excited to be now full-time as a venture partner on, on Invariantes and, and being part of a, an amazing group of people, an amazing team. As, as you know, uh, we, we always say here at Invariantes, it's a long-term play with long-term people when you are in venture capital. And, and yeah, we have the skin in the game to, to, to build something really amazing here. It's exciting indeed. What can you tell us about the Stealth startup that you founded two months ago? And uh, why did you decide to launch it in Stealth? Oh, I, I am really a, a curious and impatient guy. And being at Cacao, I, I, I used to handle all the financial for the startups in our portfolio. And I use a, a SaaS tool, a very intuitive SaaS tool called Wave Financial. But they grew, it was a free SaaS. They grew a lot. They were US and Canada based and they grew all, all the way to Latin America on the premium model, but then they grew too much because they have a very good software. So they cut it off from the region and only let the, the Canadian and US users to, to because they monetize on, on the gateway and the payments they did. So I got really frustrated. So I went back with one of my best friends and, and now business partner, Alejandro, and told him my share with him, my frustration, uh, how, how I, I used to have this tool and now there's nothing else in the market. So we began to build our own version of that app, a, a, a SaaS financial tool, a financial tool developed specifically for Latin America because knowing the, the really well the B2B market and, and mostly SMB, you know that most of the SaaS pricing is between 10 and 30, 50 dollars. But when you realize the reality and the budget of a SaaS or an SMB with SaaS uh, tools, they only have or just Google or Microsoft on Zoom and they cannot afford a lot of uh, SaaS tools that they need in order to grow as an SMB and to be more um, to be more productive. So we decided to, to, to build this startup and uh, to, to, to build a tool specific for our market and for our needs. And with Alejandro, we, I worked with him like 40 years. He was my peer at, at Telefonica. So he was the, the B2B manager and we made a, a very good relation. And, and we have a lot of synergies here with the background of building apps, um, me with the background of of venture capital and building products. So it was a no-brainer. And we began that adventure like six months ago. And we are building this 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 SaaS and, and another project. So I, I don't I do not define myself as an entrepreneur, more like an a, a really curious and creative guy, weird guy. Well, I'm excited to see where that goes. I love that the problem that you're, you're, you're solving the problem that is no longer solved. So I, I really do like that. What would you tell American venture capitalists about Central America and Guatemala? Well, it, it's really interesting. Central America as, as a market, it, it's a, a, a very consistent market. It has its challenge because when you see Central America as a whole, it's a market with almost 50 million people so it's an interesting market but being a fragment market uh, because you have six countries here 
uh, it's difficult to address some ventures when you go B2C because you have to incorporate a company on, uh, on each country. But when you look at Central America from the B2B side, it, it's quite really interesting because it's, it's like a small hub. And when you go with a customer, a B2B customer, let, let's say Walmart, you immediately go to six countries. So it's really amazing for that part. And that's why a lot of uh, big companies and, and multinationals came to Central America and, and Caribbean as a whole. So for entrepreneurs building startups with the scope, with the regional scope, it's a really interesting market because the big startups are addressing markets like Colombia, Peru, Chile, Argentina. So there's an, an opportunity that, that, that we have the, the, the play book and the network and the know-how and it's really amazing to build things that change how how we live how we work how we eat so uh, we are really excited about central america as an ecosystem but from the founder's perspective if you want to build this big startup you need to escalate to other markets because macroeconomics do not uh, help from the market size perspective so it, it's 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 one of the challenges you have here. Okay. Finally, I have to ask Peter Thiel's famous contrarian question, but with a uniquely Samia VC twist. What important truth about Guatemala or Latin America do very few people agree with you on? First of all, big fan of Peter Thiel, and and the second, I I love that question because there for me Latin America is a is a green field, and having the the opportunity. To as an operator, as a corporate, as an investor, I see Latin America with a lot of opportunities. Although you can see there's a strong bias to the left from the political perspective, uh, there are, the the market is really interesting because there's the the internet uh, penetration is really high. The financial inclusion services and financial penetration is really low. The technology adoption is still very low, although you have a, a, a good highway, is the internet connection. So I think there's a lot of opportunity in Latin America. And, and one of the big things I like most about Latin America is that you can escalate easily because you don't have a language barrier, excluding Brazil, but it's easy to go when, when you have a uh, like the right connections and a good play playbook and know some market dynamics, you can easily go to other markets, uh, different to Africa. You you cannot mm. go easily from from Nigeria to Ivory Coast. And there there are some some barriers. So I I, I see Latin America as a big market without a complicated barriers there are some challenges and 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 for more consolidated industries and and commodities is is not getting easier but for for founders mostly tech founders they don't wake up every day thinking about inflation they are thinking on how they are going to impact life solve big problems and build a strong product, uh, inspire amazing people to join their teams. So uh, I think that's the most exciting part of Latin America. And, and one interesting thing from the cultural perspective is Latin Americans are not as, as disciplined as, let's say, Asian or Japanese culture, but we are really creative. So creativity is 
some unlimited asset that you have, and, and that's one of the things I am most bullish about Latin American founders, they, their, their capacity of execution and creativity and resilience. What a great answer. Jaime, thank you so much for taking the time to come on the Simia VC podcast today. Likewise, Trip. Thank you. Thank you for watching this episode of Samia VC. Make sure to like and subscribe wherever you view or listen to your podcasts. Also subscribe to Samia VC's DealFlow LA newsletter, which can be found by going to dealflow.la.